Hello everyone and welcome back to another Raid Super Cool Radio interview. I am your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got a great guest joining me at this time. Earlier this year, Vancouver-based rock band The Getarounds released their new album entitled I Want to Live. Please welcome my guest Lana, the lead vocalist for The Getarounds. Hi everyone. Thanks for having me, Matthew. This is awesome. I love the channel. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's very nice to have you on the podcast. So I know we got quite a bit to discuss, obviously, with the get arounds and the new album, I Want to Live. So before we get to all of that, I got a fun question uh, to kind of break the ice a little bit before we dive in uh, further with this conversation. Yeah. So for you, uh, if you give dinner with any two musicians, living or deceased, who would they be? Oh, hmm. It would probably be uh, Tina Turner and um, Amy Winehouse. Very, very I think, solid. I think we'd have a really good time with with those two. Yeah. I think definitely, definitely with those <laughs> two for sure. So I was very interesting picks. I wasn't wasn't sure what to expect, but very good picks. Yeah, you know, I, I, that was a surprise question. So I'm surprised I picked them, but that's how I'm feeling right now. So, <laughs> right on. I could dig that. I could dig that. Yeah. So, now focusing on uh, you. So, before the get arounds, how'd you get started as a musician? From my understanding, you, uh, you actually started out as a drummer, if that's correct. Yeah, I'm actually still a drummer in a band called The Furniture, but, um, I used to play in a, a female punk band called 10 Days Late. And we, we play, we toured for about 10 years and played with everyone from Rancid, toured with Blink-182, SNFU, tons and tons of big shows. And, um, and then after 10 years, it was kind of like, okay, time to move on. I mean, that's a long time, I feel, for a band uh, in a van, five girls in a van. Um, so uh, I did that. And then after that, I played in kind of an electro project, more dancey four on the floor. Um, a little bit of like, you know, having to play with a click track live and a little more regiment. And, and uh, we got to play some really cool shows with that um, opening for the killers, sold out shows. Um, so yeah, it's been some really big stages and a lot of fun. Um, and now I play in, I play, I still play drums, but I play in a band called The Furniture, which is kind of, um, it's kind of a post-punk, um, breeders nirvana in the sense of the dynamic, uh, of the music, not, not at all like nirvana, but that, that intensity to, you know, high and low kind of thing. Um, so we still do that and it's a lot of fun. I've been drumming a long time, so it's just kind of a, a comfortable when I sit down it's like okay let's do this and then uh over COVID actually um I was at home and uh I own a, a music venue here in Vancouver so everything was shut down uh, the music venue is called Lana Luz 
so we do live music five nights a week. Um, so it was shut down and I was at home going, oh my God, what's going on? How is this possible that they could like close our businesses? And it just, it was just really a scary time. But at home, I, um, Carmen writes, oh my God, a song a week. He's just a, a songwriting machine. Maybe because no one else was around. I mean, I was putting a few drums down just to help him out. And then uh, he wanted some backups done. And so then I was started kind of, and the only backups I'd done prior to that was gang vocals, like punk stuff, like yelling. And, and as a drummer, I've never really cared about notes. If, you know what I mean? Doom, doom, doom. Like, you don't, it's not something that's in gotcha. my focus. So anyways, uh, the first couple times I started singing, I was like, oh my God, this is so horrible. And then he, he started explaining notes and he's like, well, you're, you're not hitting the notes, so you don't have the melody. And then I started really listening and singing. And honestly, it started making me want to get up in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, why did, why was I not singing a long time ago? So it's kind of just taken off and we recorded a whole album and it, it's, it's been received like it's charting every lots of different places on like the indie level. And uh, yeah, it's been really great. And now we have a, an, a second album almost done and it's, it's a bit overwhelming, but awesome, you know, and that's, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. A lot, a lot to unpack there uh, with, with everything. Uh, but yeah. my first thing before we start uh, talking about more about the get around. So what age did you start learning to, uh, to drum? Um, I think it was in grade five. I was uh, at one of those school concerts. And there was this like popular kid, Dennis, and I maybe all the girls had a crush on him or something. But I remember sitting in the in the little audience in the gymnasium, and he got up and uh, he was around grade four or five, I think grade five, and uh, he played drums and with the with the music teacher to Jingle Bell Rock, and uh, I just remember going oh my God, that is the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And the whole gym was just like rocking away. And then so, I don't know, maybe a week later, I went and asked the the music teacher if he would start teaching me drums. Because prior to that, I did a little, little bit of violin, a little bit of, you know, and they poke my back because I'm like slouching. And, you know, at this time I was like, kind of a tomboy, I like BMXs and, you know, stuff like that. So violin wasn't really my thing. And piano was a little too, too cerebral for me to handle. And then the, the drums just kind of, I started learning, you know, to read drum charts and I started that way. And yeah, to me, drumming's like dancing, you know, it's just, it just flows. And yeah, so that's how a long, long answer to get to your answer, but uh, that's when I started around grade five. And then I didn't play um, for about eight years. And then I was, I was at a party and I was, I had a, a bit to drink and a band was jamming. And then I sat down and started playing. And then after that, that party, I dragged my drums out and just started playing and then started a band. And it's just been 
just been nonstop since then. Yeah. No, right. I was, I, I was just curious, like when, when you started with that, but it yeah. does, uh, you know, as you said, it does go on and on until presently mm -hmm. right now, yeah. you get around, yeah. which, you, yeah. which you've mentioned. Uh, so this was your first time, like actually like singing, uh, being a lead vocalist for a band. Like you kind yeah. of talked about a little bit earlier, but was there any kind of like either hesitations or like learning curves with trying to like get those notes correct? Um, oh yeah. Like I think it's like any instrument. Um, I don't, I don't drum in the get around, so I don't have that, uh, security blanket. I'm not sitting behind and, and holding the foundation down and with singing, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing. You've got to, um, not only do you have to um, sing your notes, um, remember your words while you're thinking about, holy shit, I'm so fucking nervous right now. Um, am I looking at the ground too much? Am I not engaging? And I, you know, so the first couple shows, there was that. But at the same time, I was kind of like, am I going to just wait four years until I think I'm like, the best singer ever and then have to work on all that other shit right or i'm just gonna go and do it and also owning a music venue i was i kind of it's kind of like a home game you know like it's like it's my place it's it's our stage and i've been on the stage drumming many times and so that helps that definitely helped for all the times i've told my singers in other bands like just go do it. It's easy. Just jump up there. It's all coming back. Like, what the hell was I even trying to tell them? You know, just go do it. It's easy. It's not that easy. Um, but it's become easier. And my goal is to be as comfortable that I am as a drummer, to be that way as a singer, but not wait 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> to to achieve that comfort level so you know with singing it's uh it's been a lot of repeating the notes repeating the notes singing and practicing and practicing and even though you can sing it perfect dealing with nerves on stage and how it whether it's dry mouth or or um choking up or pushing too hard because you're excited uh speaking of excited it, i think of it more as I'm trying to change my mindset where it's like, okay, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. And so that puts it kind of in a different, a different um, frame for me. It's just excitement, you know? And yeah, I think confidence is key. And, and I'm, the last show we played, I kicked ass. I mean, we kicked ass as far as, as the show. And I think I just stopped thinking about all those, those things, you know, that we all have, we all have those insecurities or we have all those, those things. So this time I was just like, fuck it. It's, it's, it, it, the show is going to happen no matter how I feel. So I might as well have fun. And I think that came across. So, you know, now, and now I feel, I, I can't wait till the next one and I want to go on tour and I want to do this every night. <laughs> you know so 
Oh yeah, no, for sure. You have to. You kind of have to forget about everything that's like going on around you. Just like focus on what you're doing, but also like developing kind of muscle memory where you don't have to think really too much. You can kind of just go out and act. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what someone told me actually. With vocals, it's just muscle memory, and so I was like, "What? I understand that now." So you just you just sing it so many times that your body doesn't do it any other way. It just goes there. <laughs> so. No, exactly. And you, you have to just develop that confidence or like just along the way. Like I know when, when I first started just doing interviews, I was like so nervous with everything. And then like after yeah. a while, like just like the same kind of, you know, the mindset uh, with you, just like, yeah. we're just going to go out and do it because it's going to happen regardless. And I might as well have fun yeah. doing it. Yeah. And look at you now you're killing it. It's great. <laughs> so easy to talk to you. <laughs> and that's what I go for. I, that my goal, like when I'm doing this, I just want people to have fun. We're going to have a great conversation. That, that's what I go for. I don't really have too much of a, like I have questions that like, if I get too fantastic, but if the conversation goes wherever I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah. But, but speaking of my questions, I did have some, since we you know, were talking about the, the live shows for the get around. So for you, do you have a favorite song to perform live? I do lately. It's uh on that album there's two songs so there's uh lately on that album i love fast car i love singing that one um i like it because well a i like how the vocals turned out but it's kind of um a cross between yelling it's kind of a i wouldn't say an amel and the sniffers kind of song but it's 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 kind of an intense like take me you know it's like and and after you sing that song it kind of gets a lot of um any kind of nervous energy out just because it's so like almost like after you're screaming and stuff like that it's all out you know so it's like now let's start this party kind of thing um so i think it's that song i really like playing live lately and uh and maybe because it's not super technical like well not for me because it just sits well with me. Um, but there's a, a new song that we wrote called Fuck Around. And it is it is so good. You're going to hear it eventually. And we're almost done recording it. But we, we played it for the first time. And it's it's caveman rock at its best. Like, it is, it's really good. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely look forward to checking it out when when yeah. it is released. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything like uh, you know the first uh, the um, I Want to Live album, which I very much enjoyed, I definitely look forward to seeing kind of how you guys progress and kind of just like build your sound. Yeah, I'll send it to you because you're not censoring things, so we can say fuck, fuck, fuck as much <laughs> as we want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's good old internet, baby. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right so i uh, so i'm curious so uh you know obviously you're talking about some new music for the get around so like what's kind of the writing process for the get, get around so how do you guys build a song well um carmen does a lot of of that he um i think his process is you know carmen carmen wants to write about 30 songs to pick 10 that are really good so he comes from that that mentality, which if your creative skills are there, then that's amazing. You know, 
for me, I would probably write one and then push it as a single and then wait another month till I've written another, another one. Like, so everyone kind of writes differently. And uh, yeah, so we, he, we usually put drum loops just to get a feel of a song. And then uh, he'll come up because he's such a good songwriter. Usually the structure of the song, it's, it's pretty like fail safe. I mean, and then the, the melody's there and then I'll change a few, I'll make it relate to me. Like if, if he writes something about, you know, a woman or whatever, and I, I might change it to make it about a man or, or whatever. Right. Like he, with Rockstar Girl, he started that song called Moroccan Girl. And he had just read a book called uh, Moroccan Girls or something. And, and then uh, we had kind of a, a rock star in Vancouver, Jerry Jen, she had just passed away. And there was some things in her life. So he kind of combined Moroccan Girls and Jerry Jen. And then I changed it to Rockstar Girl because I didn't want to sing like, Moroccan girl, Moroccan girl. Like that's just kind of, what, what is that? It just sounds ridiculous. But um, so it became Rockstar Girl. And then um, basically I changed some of the lyrics and sometimes he'll let me slide in some of my own melodies, only if it's better, <laughs> according to him. <laughs> so um, yeah, most of it's Carmen and he, he bases, most of his writing starts on guitar and um, and then he can play bass as well. And then we start showing it to the band. I record vocals um, and as I'm learning the vocals, um, we just keep doing take after take until I finally have the melody solid. And then it's not just the melody, it's like, there's so much more about vocals. It's, it's like, it's like, it's the tone. Um, if you push even, it's like acting. I did acting for years too. So it's like, you could say one word so many different ways and it'll have a different vibe to it or whatever, right? So that that one word at the end can just ruin it. So So there's all this like your tone, your projection, your breath, your your intention. So all of that has to kind of, you have to have the the vision of what you want those vocals to where that you want them to sit, and yeah, I mean that's kind of what we how we come to a song, and we we generally know if it's if it's a good good one or not. So, and it's usually the ones that if you're um, you leave that day and you're like fuck around, <laughs> you know, like you're like that is a good song, that is a good song, that is a good song. So. Well, you know, for sure, if, if you're already getting into it and it's already like stuck in your mm -hmm. head and the song's like not even half finished, then, then you know yeah. it's like this is going to be a good yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, all the songwriting is Carmen's kind of the genius behind that. I'm the messenger. The rest of the band is, is what drives it and makes it awesome. And uh, yeah. 
Oh no, right on. I've been really digging what you guys have been doing. Like it's um, you know, it's just you guys I can tell just a lot of different influences and styles mm -hmm. like within like, just the, the whole album itself. But you guys are throwing in some different stuff in there and just yeah, yeah, catchy stuff. You go uh straight to the chorus, you get the hooks in, it's it's really good stuff. Yeah, Carmen's always like, Don't bore us, get to the chorus. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of verses uh as well, because I like you know, when verses set you up to, maybe there's like from my emo teens or whatever, but I like to kind of like, oh, it makes me feel a certain way or it makes me all like nostalgic or, or a certain feel. So that's what I like about some of the verses. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like some of the choruses, we try to get there as quick as we can, you know. Oh, no, for sure. And without like compromising the verses themselves, like mm -hmm. for and to clarify what I what I was talking about, but you guys definitely get the hooks in very quickly. Yeah. 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 So now I'm I'm curious because I haven't interviewed a band based out of Canada for I want to say quite a quite a few months. So I'm curious, like what's and you own your own music venue. So like what's kind of the, the live music looking like in Canada? Um in Vancouver, it's pretty alive right now. Um it's uh there's a lot of bands now and then there's a lot of um a lot of venues a lot of them closed unfortunately you know with high rents and you know there was a combination of things for me i had like i got a kitchen renter there was some government help and um so i survived that i'm also in kind of like a tough neighborhood um so the rent's a little lower. There's just a, a good combination of things that kept us going. Um, I've been I've been going 13 years now, um, and I find that a lot of those venues that had closed, there's a lot of like breweries, um, places that, especially at summer. So there's a lot of venues opening up. Um, just on their patio that, that normally aren't music venues. So there's quite a few places to play and there's a lot of really young bands um, forming. And it's like, I'm always fascinated because I know kind of my scene and, but then you realize, oh, this is really cool. There's all these like other scenes and all these like, and there's a lot of young bands that, you know, are starting to sound like, they sound like Nirvana. And I'm like, oh my God, that's their influence. And it it's really cool to see what young bands are doing. And uh, I get to see that all the time because I, I open the venue up to um, young bands and I don't give them Friday, Saturday nights, but I give them, you know, a Sunday, a Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, it's really cool to see. It's really that energy and just what what they're into and their fashion and everything it's really great never a dull moment yeah well, really great to hear i'm glad that obviously you got live music uh you know for you guys that you know, obviously you're, you got the shows lined up with all of that as well and a bunch you know you got newer bands and you know, obviously the 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 grunge kind of seattle connection over there as well yeah yeah so as i'm Closing out this interview, uh, just a few more things before we wrap it up. So what's kind of the rest of this year looking like uh, for the get-arounds? Well, we're, um, we have some good friends in a band called Clone. And uh, they're charting on, like, Rodney on the Rock. And 
they're amazing, but they also, uh, a couple of them work in film. So they're like, their videos are top notch. They're like so good. And they're going to be working on, uh, we decided we're going to record, I mean, not record, but film a video for uh, black and white. So we're actually going to start that in two weeks where we film the performance part of it. And then two weeks later, some of the cut scenes for, we're not getting too into like a storyboard and, you know, but we all kind of like dark, creepy. I'm a, I love horror movies and stuff like that. It's not going to be too scary, but it's just going to be a little bit twisted and a little weird, the right amount. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then we're recording, um, we're always recording music. So we're always working on our demos for this, the new album. And uh, so we're going to be recording Fuck Around, getting that. We might release that as a single just because it's too good to wait. It's too good to wait for this song. Um, so we might do that one. And then um, we're going to get a booking agent for Europe. Um, not sure if we need a record label. I don't know. The whole, I don't know. You know, you can do a lot yourself. I think a booking agent is is really what you need. You know, I, I love the whole, I love radio play. And I love what you do. I love interviews. I love all this this portion of it. Um, but I love playing live. So I think, you know, we want what every band wants, stadium shows. So you just got to strategize your way. And That's right. And just got to make it happen. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like you guys got some great things in the works with more new music and touring, plus obviously with the, the PR as well. And uh, I definitely look forward to seeing where you guys progress from here because it sounds like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, definitely, for sure. So last thing before we sign off, where are the best places to find the get-arounds online? Um, well, Bandcamp, because we get paid. <laughs> um, so I believe it's the get-arounds are number one on Bandcamp, but you can just Google it. You'll see it. Um, and then it's on Spotify. Um, and then there's a YouTube channel. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter, the Get Arounds Band. Uh, Instagram is the Get Arounds. And that'll just, uh, if you kind of know what you're doing, you'll, you'll find us. <laughs> so, yeah. No, right on. And I'll make it a little bit easier. I'll drop some links in the description of this podcast yeah, as well. But Lana, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I had a really great time chatting with you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Of course, for Lana of the Get Arounds, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching. This is Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty.